Thank you for tuning in to yet another week of this Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rubble. You can find me on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast. If you would like to follow and or connect with me on a personal level, my personal page is at Kay the Rubble. Questions, comments, inquiries, would like to do a collaboration, would like to be a part of a segment that I'm doing. The podcast email address is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. Um, I took a break last week. Um, yeah, it was just too much going on. Kids going back to school. Um, my little guys started kindergarten and my beautiful daughter is now a junior in high school. So yeah, I've been momming it out here in these streets. Yes, motherhood and work. I'm super busy. Um, last episode, um, Modern Woman Love and Success, um, that episode was a success. I love the feedback that I got about it. Um, nobody said anything negative, um, which I appreciated and have any type of rebuttals or anything like that. And um, yeah, I needed to just get that off my chest, period on period. This week, um, I wanted to do something I haven't done in a long time. I think the last time I did it was um, for, I think, Malcolm and Marie. So uh, this week, I would like to do another um, film review um, for a movie that was recently released on um, Netflix. And the title is um, Really Love. I don't know why I keep calling it love really. But anyways, um, this is clearly a spoiler alert. <laughs> and um, the two main characters with the, that have the love interest are um, Kofi Cerebo, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, who plays Isaiah. And then there is um, his girlfriend, Isaiah's girlfriend, Stevie, who is played by actress. Her name, I've never heard of her a day in my life. I was today years old when I found out her name. Yusa Wong Loi Singh. Yeah, um, that would be a mouthful. So yeah, today in no particular order, I'm just really kind of gonna, I like took notes as I was watching the film and I just want to talk about any and everything that crossed my mind. Um, one of the first things that I loved within like minutes of watching the film was I believe, I don't know if it was Stevie or Isaiah who asked, how do you know when you're making love to someone? And in that moment, I had to think about that. Like, what that means for me. Like, hmm. Because there's times that there's been so much passion and you having, like, you know, sexual intercourse with somebody. And it could seem like you're making love. But to me, how can you make love if two individuals have never said I love you to one another or, you know, or one party loves the other and maybe the other doesn't. So, um, yeah, I would say for me, how I've known I've been making love to somebody is if me and them have been riding on the same wavelengths, we've expressed to each other through actions and also words that we love each other. Um yeah, I think that's how I know. But then it kind of had me questioning it because it was like people don't usually ask that. Um, anyway, so with them dating and um, when 
Stevie invited Isaiah over to her place for the first time, the first thing I was thinking the way that Isaiah responded was, you can always tell when niggas are only used to going to like a raggedy crib by the reaction. Like the first thing he said was like, oh, this you? And it's like, uh, yeah, clearly like, what do you deal with dusties? And I can honestly say that even with me, when I've invited people to my place and people are like, oh, you know, like a gentleman to my place and they're like, oh, it's nice. And I just be thinking, well, nigga, where, where do these other chicks live that you go visit? Because I don't even live in no um, penthouse or anything like that. My apartment complex is very nice. They keep it clean. I mean, I think my decor is just, just regular. And, you know, I keep my place clean, but aside from that, I'm just like, what, what the other shit be looking like? Um, as I watched um, Isaiah and Stevie and just was all getting googly-eyed over their interactions and the dates that they went on, I made an observation that none of their dates included dinner. And then and now it makes me want to pose a question. Why do we always go with dinner as a date? Why do we think that going out to dinner like has to be like the go-to for our dates? Um, but I will say that I have tried to change the narrative on that um, in this past year of me dating. Um, and unfortunately, it's never worked in my favor. I have asked somebody to go to the beach before and I've asked somebody to go for ice cream before. And um, I don't know if I'm a dub or whatever, but they were very hesitant or like it was something different. But these are also people that I would see, you know, although they refuse to do that with me, they're also people that like to just kind of sit around like at gatherings and just drink and interact with people. And that's not really my thing, um, unless it's a specific occasion. But um, yeah, so... Um, there was um, a scene where Stevie and Isaiah were on a double date. Now, Tristan Wiles, I don't remember his name, but I know he was um, there as, like, Isaiah's kind of best friend. And his woman and Stevie were friends as well. And when they were on the double date, I thought it was so awesome that both couples kind of were competing with each other about who could be more affectionate, like with kisses and hugs and little love taps. And I was like, this is so like awesome. And the reason why I think it's so awesome is because like most other couples are always trying to compete with other shit, like who goes on more trips, who has better date nights, who dresses better, who exchange more gifts. So I was like, yes for the um, comp competing against, you know, affection and doing it with each other, like in the group, like, oh, like I'm about to kiss my bae once. And then the other couple's like, oh, well, we gonna kiss two, three times or whatever, like, I don't know. It was just nice. I loved that double date. I don't think, you know something, I'm, I'm gonna just say this. I don't think I have that many good list of, of, of like double dates. Um, Probably the best double date that I have been on would be with my sister and her fiance and um, unfortunately my spouse at the time. But yeah, and so that one, like that doesn't even count anymore. So like I need a do over like in the future, like that's gonna be on my bucket list to go on a super 
awesome double date. Um, so, um, as I watched, again, the progression of Stevie and Isaiah's relationship, I noticed that um, he never really like had a discussion with her like, hey, you're going to be my lady. You're going to be my girl. And I noticed that that happens a lot, especially for people that are dating like, you know, maybe late 20s and early 30s or whatever. And it seems like there's always this trend that how a woman ends up knowing like, okay, maybe we're together is that moment when y'all out somewhere and then he introduces you as his girl or girlfriend. And that's what ended up happening um, in this film. And of course, Stevie was like, uh, hold up, like girlfriend, how are you call? And so it was like at that moment, I guess, is when they solidified everything. But I'm just trying to figure out like, why do we do that? Why can't like, am I just being extra? Because I don't know, I feel like we need to have an actual conversation like, oh, we're together. But that's because I'm just somebody that needs clarity and I don't like assumptions at all. I never want to assume anything. I want you to be crystal clear with me. I want you to be transparent. Like, no, we can't just pull a invite me to the family cookout or family gathering and be like, oh, yeah, this is my girl, okay. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Mm-mm. No. Um... Another part of them and their their relationship was um, when Stevie brought Isaiah to meet her parents. Her mother was harsh. Um, I've never sat down with parents in such in an uncomfortable situation like that. Um, and I can honestly say that when I think of meeting people's parents, First of all, I gotta run this back. I think I've only met one man's parents where he had the mother and father there and they were actually together. Yes, and I didn't meet them at like a dinner, like that setting, it was just, I came over to the house and that's how it kind of was. Um, but, I do feel like in that scene, like Isaiah just knew they weren't feeling him. And I could say that I've been in that predicament before where it's like, it's awkward. You know that they don't like you. You haven't even gotten a word in and they just don't like you. And I always wonder like, what is that about or why is it even necessary? And it's kind of why I'm gonna be completely honest because y'all know one thing about me, I'm always raw, I'm always 100. Why I don't care to meet people's mothers. Fathers are never really that mad, but mothers like heavy on the fuck your mother. I really don't want to meet her. And for anybody who could be dating me exclusively in the future, I'm sorry that I'm saying this. But that's just how I feel as of today's date. Not saying I wouldn't meet her, but it's just something I would not be looking forward to. And if we could prolong me meeting her for however long I can get away with it, that works for me. Um... There was definitely a difference in finances with Isaiah and Stevie. Isaiah was a struggling painting artist, and um, Stevie was practicing um, law, or going to school for law or whatever. And um, Isaiah would be spoken to like by his father 
you know, or, or parents in general, like about him. And I guess they felt like he was just chasing a dream with the art stuff. And they really wanted him to like get an actual job, but he was just sold on, he was gonna make it. And he did eventually, you know, contrary to what others had believed. But there was this scene um, that just made me think about some men out there who are like this. And it was after they did leave the dinner from with from meeting her parents. And when they pulled over to get gas, he gets out to pump the gas, but she had to hand over her card. And in that moment, um, I didn't think to want to just like go in on Isaiah. However, what I wanted to know is how does a man feel in that moment? I would imagine you would feel less less of a man. However, I know his father did say, I'm starting to think you like being broke. And I guess that is kind of a, a, a answer to that question about, yeah, what is all of that about? Yeah, maybe, yeah, why is it okay for you to be comfortable with being broke, especially if you're going to be courting a woman or thinking that you're trying to build with her? Um, and I know he did end up making it in the end. However, I guess I just view it from so many different standpoints because it's like people will judge a woman for not dating somebody like Isaiah that was a struggling artist. And then um, people will also judge her for not for not doing it. So it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. They'll look at her like, oh, she a real one because she held him held him down. Then there'll be somebody else that'll be like, oh, she was stupid. Why would you wait and invest or wait on a man's dreams? But, you know, she, she did end up sticking around. Um, another thing that I thought was awesome about Stevie, and I'm completely accountable, is that when it came to Isaiah's finances, she never mentioned his financial woes, which I thought was interesting. It was interesting for whoever even wrote the film. Like, I know coming from where I come from and how I was raised, uh, pardon me, uh, as I'm recording near a window and the window's open. But yeah, where I come from, like, okay, it, the situation or the conversation get real awkward when people start talking about, oh, your nigga not working, your nigga don't got no money. Like, having a conversation with my mom, my dad, my grandmother, it could get a little awkward. Like, like basically, I'm taught, or how I was raised is, it's a no for me, dog. Now, if he had his job and he lost it, okay, and he's trying to find another one, I get it. But if I brought an Isaiah around and people are like, oh, well, what's he doing? Yes, I do have family members that would be trying to be like, Okay, that's that's not gonna work. Can he at least get him a little job somewhere until he waits? You know, until he he actually has his moment where his art and his paintings take off. But yeah, um, I also noticed that um, yeah, she she just was so accepting and so understanding, which I thought was was very noble and, and kind of big of her. I couldn't even call her um, call her stupid. Um, I guess she, she was dating the potential, which we talk about so many times. Um, but the part I kind of maybe don't agree with is that she moved him in knowing that he didn't really have any money or a form of income. And, and I just was like, wow. Um, 
And she spoke words of affirmation into him. And she wanted to know how she could help. As opposed to just saying, you know, when I get you ain't got no money, you ain't got your shit together. Okay, I understand this is your dream. We'll do do woo. Yeah, she didn't do that. And um I don't think she was stupid. Um I actually found that to be um admirable. Um I, I admired her for that because I don't I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure I could. Especially not at this stage in my life, someone who's you know, about three and a half months of turning 36, I, I, I don't think I could. And I would imagine that they were younger. They definitely seemed like a couple that was in like their mid-20s. Um, however, I feel that when I watched her and how she supported him, it instantly made me think of this meme that I've seen go around on social media, which is, we'll figure it out, is a love language. And I feel like that's what sh what Stevie was communicating to Isaiah a lot of times. And again, I admired that as well. Um, so now, um, throughout their relationship, you know, with her finishing school and wanting to work for like a top law firm, um, when she told him that she was like interviewing um, for this job in Chicago, she kind of did it like so nonchalantly. Um, and I just was like, okay, like after sitting there watching them and how in love they seem to be and passionate about each other, it was just kind of like, you're getting ready to tell him that you're considering making a big decision like that and you just bring it up nonchalantly, I, I was like, oh, okay. Um, and this is kind of like when the turbulence started. And then at that very same time that she was thinking about relocating, he had finally got his big break with his art and his paintings. And there was a woman that was taking the time to give him like his own like showcase that he could show his paintings or whatever and people could purchase them. And when he had that like showcase, it was so awkward because when he did his like small speech at, at the at the showcase, he thanked this woman named Shania that was like working with him and he didn't thank Stevie at all. And I don't know, like, you know when people give those speeches and it's funny because Malcolm and Marie had that similar thing too, not to get off track, but it was just a correlation I made at this very moment. But back to what I was saying, um, I don't know what's up with that. Sometimes I do have to co-sign to the narrative that once black men get out of the trenches and they do reach a certain level of success, sometimes they really do forget the one who was with them during the trenches. They do. And um, I could tell that Stevie wanted some acknowledgement from him, you know, in that moment and she didn't get it and um that caused turbulence but she was silent about it she didn't say anything to Isaiah about it which I didn't think was fair because if you're feeling something or feeling some type of way towards your partner you really should express it expressing how you feel towards your partner is never the issue it's the way in which you do that becomes the issue but she just didn't seem like she wanted to address her issues head on for whatever reason. 
um, she did want to try to extend an olive branch for maybe her parents to get a different viewpoint of him now that he had finally made it. And they, I guess, bought tickets to like some opera show and he was supposed to meet her there and I guess he forgot. So at that point, of course, that left yet more room for her parents to be um, judgmental. And when she, well, I'm saying she, when he did not um, show up for that, her mother had a talk with her and just was like, from mother to daughter, never put someone first who wouldn't put you first. And um, that's kind of what put the battery pack on her back to feel like, hey, I need to talk to him about all these issues. And I just felt like, Stevie asking Kim if she should take the position in Chicago was unfair, in my opinion. And then when Isaiah responded, like, as if to say, hey, you've been dreaming and wanting this, like, your whole life, you know, go for it. It was like she was upset and she felt some type of way. And I feel that it wasn't what he communicated or how he communicated it. It was how she received it. And I felt she received it in a way where she heard he would put himself first if it was him. By saying to her, you know, if it was him, he would take it since it's the opportunity of a lifetime. But for me, from the outside looking in, what I heard was experience what you dreamed about your whole life and don't choose me over your career. And you know something? That's big. That's somebody that shows that they really, really, really love you and that they're not selfish, as opposed to somebody that's going to make you seem like, you know what, you need to choose me over the career. Um, Stevie kind of just didn't handle that situation properly for me. It's like, how you mad at him for something that you failed to communicate in the first place? And she was kind of projecting in that moment because she was already in her feelings about a million other things. And um, he was only kind of being distant or maybe not kind of being up her ass like he was when they first started dating because he really had to get in his creative bag in order for him to bring himself to the next level with his art. Um, and I feel like a lot of artists do that. The ones that, 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 that do the paintings, the one that, that write music, photographers, whatever it is. And you know, a broke man is the only kind of man who has time to be up your ass, which is what he was in the beginning of the relationship. Hardworking men are busy and paid, you know? And I just don't get why she kind of low-key threw, like, a indirect tantrum about this. Like, what did you think was going to happen? And, um, of course, it kind of led to her, um, you know, them fighting her throwing him out. And um, when I was watching them and I made yet another observation or something that resonated with me was like, those sleepless nights that you have when you're at odds with the one you love, like they hit different. Like that's when you know like an other individual has truly impacted you or that you are in love, you've got it bad. Yeah, when you have that fight with them and that you just cannot sleep, you just cannot get it right. And, um, yeah, I've definitely been there before a few times. I definitely don't, don't miss that, 
that feeling at all. It's 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 not a good feeling. It never it it never is. However, um, what you choose to do after that sleepless night is what is what counts. Um, you know, there are some people that want to just sweep the problems of the relationship under the rug. There's other people that wake up the next morning after the sleepless night and be like, you know what, we gonna work on this because I want you, I want us to work, you know, but that's usually not how my sleepless nights would, would end. It would be more, we're gonna sweep it under the rug and never really get to the bottom of it. Um, so yeah, um, in the end, she did take the job in Chicago, started dating somebody else. She was gone for about a year and a half and he ended up having yet another solo showcase out in Chicago. Um, she went and showed up with her new guy and I love that Isaiah never tripped. And um, he ended up reaching out to her after that and wanted her to come visit. And he did another showcase um, back at home. And the movie just ended with him making this beautiful portrait, which was a portrait of her. And we kind of like just were left off. Like, okay, did they officially get back together? Was he going to move to Chicago? Was she going to come back to the D.C. area? Like, who knows? Um, but for me, as a single woman, um, watching that um, film, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I was just glad that the obstacles that Stevie and Isaiah faced in their relationship had nothing to do with cheating or infidelity. I was grateful for that because I'm, I'm getting tired of those stories. It's like people have other problems aside from that. I don't know why we always focus on that. Um, I was able to put myself in both parties' shoes. And I think probably a year ago where I was mentally, I would have totally felt like Isaiah didn't bring enough to the table, but I think that he did. I think that he did. I think that she did too as well. Um, both of them did. If 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 I had to I had to say, I think they both probably could have used some some room for improvement, but I think that they they were essentially equally yoked in the end and that they definitely had the potential to go places. But yeah, um, my review of the film is that I enjoyed it. Um, it may not be everybody's cup of tea. Some people's like, oh, it was slow or it was boring. Sometimes I just feel like some of y'all motherfuckers are just so toxic. Y'all can't just view a healthy relationship. There has to be somebody cheated, somebody's baby mother, somebody did this. Or, like, I don't know. I know for me and where I'm at in my life right now, I enjoyed it. Um, I like to take every everything I read, everything I watch, as a learning opportunity. And I was definitely able to take some things away um, from that film. I, I do encourage other people to watch it. And that is my um, review. And um, I will be back next week with some original content, not a movie review. And until then, y'all be safe, um, positive vibes, positive energy, and I'm out. <laughs>